it's red. I was expecting your face to be a little bit more so, just a little more New Year cheer. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're you're the hangover guy. Come on, Dave. That is true. You know what's so hilarious right now? What's that? This is what's funny. I totally forgot about this because <laughs> speaking of red, turn that off. I uh, I have a, a red tint that turns on at nine o'clock on my uh, computer. So it was meant to be when it comes to this episode. Oh, okay. That's an interesting choice, but well, you, know, you got to turn you, off you, the blue light, Scott. You got to turn off the blue light, you know, before you go to bed. Got to get that out of your eyes. Yeah. Huh? Get okay. up. Look that up. I'm just saying. Oh, no. I, I know what the blue light. I, I didn't know yeah. about you being able to turn on the red light. I know about blue light because, you know, I've gotten Liam, you know, glasses for him to, he doesn't wear right now, but like for his yeah. switch and his iPad, it's like special, special Clark Kent glasses to like filter <laughs> through the blue light. It was just kind of trippy because as we started, my, my the screen started going. I was like, and it, as I was saying, it's red. So that was just tripping me out right there. Hey, we're back. Happy New Year, everybody. How's 2024, everybody? the DC animated stream. So we're doing it a little later today, but, uh, you know, schedules happen. Yeah, schedules happen. They happen to us, unfortunately, sometimes. Yes, it does happen. So uh, everybody out there, oh, we got a couple of people. King right there saying Happy New Year. Well, saying it to Ryan. I don't know, just, I don't know if Ryan's there. but uh, And then, of course, we have Kenneth right there. Uh, happy New Year. So uh, uh, Happy New Year, everybody. This is the first uh, episode back. And, uh, man, we have a good one right here, I think. I, you know what? I think I said this back uh, when we were... Back, back last year, <laughs> I remember like it was a week ago, a week yeah. ago. <laughs> or three weeks ago, actually. Yeah. Uh, but I remembered the general plot of this episode, as in the guy turned the sky red. Like, <laughs> but literally, that's as far as my memory of this episode went. So when I was watching it today, I was kind of surprised going, this is actually a really good episode. Yeah. <laughs> no, like when I, because uh, uh, I, I don't, I, I didn't remember it at first just by the title when we talked about it. But when I, uh, before I watched it, of course, I set up the thumbnail and I went, oh, this episode, because that one. Little, yeah, there was like little things that were popping out and I was like, oh yeah, the, you know, the invisible building, the bird on top of it, the bouncing ball. It was just- Wow, you remembered was, a lot more than I did. Oh yeah, like, there were things where I was like, oh red yeah. Red sky, red sky That's was all, all I had. Just you know? red sky. Well, actually the, the the shot that you picked for the thumbnail, like that's my one memory. You know, Superman standing on those cliffs outside the city, with the sky red, you literally picked the one image that's burned in my brain about this episode. And everything else was like, I don't remember. Like, I had to be reminded that Lightner was even the bad guy in this episode. <laughs> hey, Dave, I think you muted yourself. Sorry, I muted myself because I do have a little cough because I was thick last week. So, and, you know, I just hit the button because I had a little, you know, phlegm in my throat. So apologize. But uh, it was all it, it, there's even like a moment in here with Lex Luthor where I went, oh, yeah, he hits a bullseye. And he like gives like this little smile. 
And it was like just stuff like that. Things just like were just just coming back to me as I was Wow, like, you had a much better memory of this episode than even yeah. I did. That's yeah. that's impressive. But yes, we got Lightner coming back here. And uh, he is voiced by, I can't remember his name, but he's from Airplane. What's his name? Oh, because he was the pilot. I don't remember. Yeah, I remember. Robert, Robert, Robert Hay Hayes. Yes. Yes. Robert Hayes. Um, yes, uh, he is back. I mean, obviously, the last time we saw him was, uh, what was it? Target. Target. It was Target. Yeah. Which, of course, he was going after Lois. And he was, of course, a big techie guy that worked uh, worked at once for LexCorp. But, of course was like the inside snitch kind of guy but then blah 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 and then yeah we remember that episode good episode as well but uh uh so now we're this is a better episode and a really good one however hold this on a sec before you start bounce out bounce back okay in. yeah oh so those those uh those stream yard problems are still happening guys so but yeah um yeah, I've been like fighting some, some sickness last week. So I was like, so that's why I turned off my mic for a little bit to cough. Anyways, you're back for the first exit and reentry of 2020. There you go. That's what I was just saying. Yeah. You know, New Year, same problems. Same problem. I don't, why StreamYard? I don't why? know why, why it hates your camera so much. I don't know. But this episode is the one that made me go. This is just their version of Dr. Light, and I don't know why he isn't just Arthur Light. Like, <laughs> even his costume kind of sort of looks like Dr. Light's costume. Yeah. And, and, and I'm trying to figure out why, because this is post-crisis. Like, so this is coming out, so we're already post-crisis. When During Crisis on Infinite Earths, they did a female version of Dr. Light that was Japanese and was a hero instead of a villain. Okay. But it's before identity crisis when Brad Meltzer made him a rapist. So I'm trying spoiler for identity crisis, you know, a book that came out in 2004. Right. But I'm trying to figure out why did they create a new character in Edward Leitner and this new villain luminous instead of just making him dr light like i don't i am legit this isn't me being snarky this is me being like legitimately curious like you made a light-based villain out of scratch when you have a light-based villain like in canon i, I was i was it would make sense. sense it would make sense you know it would make sense i don't know maybe there was i don't know Something. Maybe they didn't get the permission. I, you know, yeah, that's what I was just thinking right now. Is there some kind of permission that went with that character? Well, well, we'll talk about because we'll talk about this later on in the animated universe when uh, Bruce Tim, Paul Dini, Alan Burnett, and the gang had to get creative because they were actually there are times when DC said, No, you cannot use that character. Yeah, no, you I, cannot use those characters. Yeah, that's so it's so very interesting when it comes to all this. Sometimes when it's like you can't use certain things, you can't use this, can't use that, or uh, I was I, I had something in my brain that just shot right out. Ah, well, I'll remember it maybe later, but no, but yeah, you're right. I mean, why not just go for that? Why not just do that? But you know, hey, why not? We have Luminous. <laughs> yeah, and he and he continues to return that's the kind of the cool thing is that yeah. you know even after this episode he shows back up i mean he he pops up in justice league yeah. so yeah. It, it's kind of fun to have that character but the opening to this episode with him walking through the prison yard is it's a great intro because he had light-based 
equipment in mm-hmm. Target. Yeah. But this is the episode when he's like, no, now you're a full-blown supervillain. Yes. Like, yeah. Now, I mean, but then I'm kind of wondering, I'm like, how does he, I mean, I guess he's just been working on that in his cells. I mean, just, you got to do this suspend disbelief kind of thing. It's like, yeah, I mean, I guess you could just find things. And I always like the, you know, obviously the reveal. It's like, you got to reveal, you got to lift up the shirt and show the device right there to be like oh okay you know what if shawshank redemption if he can if he can dig himself out of his prison cell you know i think a genius like lightner can build a little box that once again i still love it every time they show like circuitry and technology and i'm just like y'all still are making things that look like kirby designs and i love it (laughs) of course you gotta have kirby designs in there but uh yeah so yeah it opens up on strikers and then um and we get to see the the technology being used, um, you know, to just basically make him disappear. You know, he starts messing with one of the the the, the guards and then takes out one of the guards. They're doing some kind of exchange. Of course, they tend to the guard. And then, of course, Lightner just goes like, well, I'm out of here. So, you know, yes, because they, the hel- they leave the helicopter running for. Yeah, I know. Reason. <laughs> Again, we know these guards aren't that smart when it comes to Star Labs or the asylum they're i mean they're just not smart so hey it's like you know the guy falls down let's all the guards go tend to him and leave the helicopter just sitting there open and ready to be taken by well a new supervillain, right who apparently knows how to fly a helicopter well, of course he does why wouldn't he <laughs> it's like yeah. all tv shows if you're a scientist it doesn't matter what you it's no matter what you scienced you can do anything like exactly. that's 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 TV rules. I'm sure because my dad's a helicopter pilot. I'm sure he'd be like totally believable. You get in, you lift up a lever, and you do whatever the hell, and it just goes right up. He would totally be like, "Yep, that's that's all you got to do right there. It's not that hard, son." Uh, no, it's actually no. very very difficult. <laughs> um, he would he would probably lose his mind. Anyways, um, so yeah, he gets out there. Uh, he leaves. And escapes, makes his escape, and then of course we get to the Daily Planet during a thunderstorm, and uh, and this is uh, this is where we start to be like, okay, something's uh, something interesting's going on here because we have Clark, who is um, you know obviously they want to figure out where Lightner is, and uh, he drops his pen, and you know he can't just be. It... <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, because I was going there. But yeah, no, it's ahead. like it's like it's like did it really? I mean. I mean, but but again, I appreciate it because they have to sh- they have to show that Clark is gonna is starting to get a little weak. So yes, he does lift up his desk a little too a little too much, a little too cartoony, I would say, and then grabs it. But then he goes, "Ow!" and he kind of goes like, "Uh," you know. So you know, it was really <laughs> funny too because Declan was watching this episode with me, and because uh-huh. it's really funny, he likes to sit and like watch these watch this stuff, and. He was thinking, and I love his little seven-year-old brain, he was thinking it was the weather that was causing the problem. And I'm like, you know what? That's not a bad guess by a seven-year-old watching this for the first time. Well, when Jimmy but, walks up, I mean, he says, like, I bet it's the weather, you know? So technically, He does say that. Oh, yeah. that's right. Okay. Well, yeah. So you got there. You're going to have to bounce out and bounce again. You're pixelating again. Ah, of course, of course. But uh, no, I mean, he does. It's a little cartoony, but I but I get it. They're setting up the fact that it's like, okay, yeah, once the clouds clear, you know, something's going on. He's not getting his UV light. But uh, no, but 
the red sunlight. That's that's you know, it's it's all it's the red light, it's causing Superman to get weaker, it's causing it to pixelate, you know, those damn red suns. Those damn red suns. And uh so we then um where are we at here? Uh and then of course, okay, then we of course Lois calls him and Lois is supposed to be, you know, she's supposed to be well, she's supposed to be on the down low, like supposed to be taking it easy, not out in public, but it's Lois Lane. Yeah, she's in public transit though. Cause yeah. you know that that works. Yeah, yeah, be in a be in a trolley car that's suspended in the middle of the air while a villain is on the loose who the last time we saw him was specifically targeting you. I mean, of course. Yeah. Take a taxi, maybe. I don't know. Something a little more where you're not off the ground, where yeah. Somebody could just, you know, strap a bomb to that, and then you just, yeah, it's Lois Lane. What it's Lois. Yeah, it's Lois. I do appreciate, though, the continuity of we're making a big deal about Lois being in possible danger because yeah. that was Lightner's whole thing in Target, was that he was targeting Lois Lane. So, it, once again, I like the callback. I like the thing of, yeah, this was a lot... When we introduced the character, he was stalking and obsessed with Lois. So, of course, yeah. in this episode, we're going to start by thinking that's going to be Leitner's, you know, modus operandi in this episode. So, once again, I like I like the writing, remembering the history of the show. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. And then, of course, something happens. Uh, the tram comes to like stop the her phone breaks wow that phone just broke it's not a nokia that's for sure if that if it was a nokia that thing would probably would have went through the tram because those things were bricks back then but you know remember the old nokias oh yeah i uh, I, I, I think i had a nokia to be oh, honest yeah. with you i had a nokia that thing the battery lasted for like two years <laughs> like barely had to charge it man barely had to charge it but yeah so then naturally clark's gonna you know go off and save the day obviously and then of course we get lightner and this is where we get introduced to him in his full i guess you know his full transition into supervillain well because he has a supervillain name now yeah. Because he never he never called himself. This is the first time when yeah. he you know reveals himself and he's in the suit. He calls himself Luminous. So this is the christening of his super villainy. You know he has a name. He has a suit. Yes. You know, and he's flying around in the sky somehow. Because is he really there? Like yeah. they play with that really well. Like is this a hologram? Is this really him? You know, it's there's a I'm just going to assume with all the flying around, but you know, but no, he later on, he's flying around when he's just in the suit. Like, I don't understand how light powers <laughs> make you able to fly. I just yeah. have to go with it, I guess, but not going to lie. It took me out of the episode for a second. A little bit because the suit uh, in this, like when they when, when Superman and him are fighting in this first part, does he grab him? You know, does Superman grab him? Or does he not? I think he tries. He, I, I can't. Now I'm like blanking on it. Right I'm now. blanking on that be, because he he also tends to like fade yes. and disappear. And yeah. it's like, is he fading and disappearing because he's bending the light and turning himself invisible or because he's a hologram the entire yeah. time? Because when, when Lois is getting attacked, he's just this creepy disembodied voice shooting a laser from yeah, nowhere and, and cutting the tram. Hmm. Uh, and then of course you get Superman trying to like, you know, grab onto the, to the, to the tram, but he's weakened. 
Uh-oh. Look, he struck he not he not only is he struggling uh, yeah. more than normal, because once again, this is a Superman who still struggles even yeah. when he's being super. But I, I love the fact they added like the beads of sweat to be like, oh no, no, this is this is really tough on him right now. Yeah. So then now Lois has to like get out of the tram and kind of just like, hey, come to me so then I can grab you and then we'll just let the tram fall, you know, fall down. But uh yeah, I mean. And then he's noticeably just winded and out of it, obviously, when he uh, when they land. And then, you know, he does the whole like, you know, hold on to the wall thing and grab the head, you know, that whole struggle thing. Oh, right. Because that because that that is the universal TV sign for weekend. Yeah, exactly. You got to grab. Yeah, he's got a you know, he's got a headache. You know, he's he's winded. But uh, and then. This is where we get the uh, the phone call from Lois to uh, to Lex. And again, I was like, oh, yeah, I was like, damn, man, I'm remembering like all this stuff. It was just and I was like, yeah, Lex, like because when he's because <laughs> because when they're talking, you know, obviously she's she's grilling Re uh, Lex to just be like, hey, he worked for you. You got to know where he is. And and I mean, this is after I actually I jumped ahead too much right here because, because they because they, they, you get the you get the news broadcast that yeah. explains. Yes how the how the red sky is well, working because well, even before that we get the, the the thumbnail right here because yes because we have superman that's like trying to test out his powers like you know he just obviously he's outside the city and then he's just uh, he tries to push a rock he tries to use his his laser it was eyes. a big rock it was a big it was a big rock it was a big um rock. good old crock um <laughs> so he tries all that and of course, everything's weekend. And then, of course, this is where we see the the clouds part. And then we get this beautiful shot right here of just. And that's where he goes. It's red. red. I mean, it's so dramatic. And then cut to commercial, right? Um, but yeah, that's where we, then we get the uh, the broadcast. Of you know, obviously, we just get this exposition dump of like, oh yeah, this is what happened, guys. Uh, so, so. Uh, but you know, but it, it yeah. is an exposition dump. But, but it's done well. It's done really well because it's done as in we're doing the news and we call in the expert who's going to explain everything to the television audience. You know, exactly. I I appreciate that more yeah. than just, you know, the exposition. Below. Here I am, the character telling another character who probably already knows what I'm saying, everything yeah. like they don't know what I'm saying. Uh, using the news like that's something they would do. Yeah. With the, yeah, and they would have all the uh, the graphics and everything kind of showing, and they do. You see the world, and then of course it's like, oh yeah, you got the normal sunlight. The, the sun is still yellow. They, I love how they said that. Sun's still yellow, but we got all these satellites that are just filtering out all the all those you know the yellow the yellow rays, and then of course it's just nothing but red that's coming through. So, which is man, that's uh, that's pretty diabolical. I wonder what Batman thinks about all this. He doesn't care. The, the, the sky's red in Gotham all the time. Have you seen the opening of Batman? I mean, I mean have, yeah. have you watched an episode of Batman the Animated Series? It's always red in Gotham. It's just a normal day in Gotham. They're not even noticing. It's so polluted. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, there's are not even noticing it. But uh, anyways, um, so we get that. Uh, we get w what's happening. And of course, I mean, like, that's, you know, Jesus Christ. That's pretty. So then we get, uh, we get Lois calling Lex and basically going like, you have to know something, but he's just like, why would I even do this? I wouldn't risk the world because I want to kill Superman. And but I love that. You, but wouldn't you, but wouldn't you Lex? Yeah. And you he know. gets that little smirk at the end. It's That's like, what I'm saying. Yeah. I love it because there's a part of you that goes, 
is he telling the truth or is he lying? And I don't think you know for certain, even yeah. after this scene is over. But it is kind of cool that he's like shooting arrows at a target while he's on the phone. And and Mercy just has the quiver like on yeah. her hip, like handing him the arrows. It's funny. But yeah, as soon as he's, you know, starts talking about Superman and wanting to kill, he hits that bullseye. And like you said, he gets that little smirk. And I, remember, I was like, yeah, I remember that part. I was like, oh, yeah uh he gets like a little smirk right because yep and there it was and i was like okay i remember that but yeah that just kind of shows you it's like yeah lex i think you kind of you i think you would you put the world in jeopardy just a little bit maybe you wouldn't like you know go too far with it but yeah i think you i think you kind of would there you know and I, I, he kind of did with brainiac back True. Back in Stolen Memories in season one, it's like yeah. you kind of risk the world so that you could have all that technology that Brainiac was promising you. Yeah. So don't put it past you, Luthor. Yeah. And then your focus just happened to just be perfect right when you shot that last arrow, huh? Yeah. Uh -huh. Interesting. Interesting. So, yeah. Um. And so he shoots the bullseye. And then, of course, we have Lois and Clark trying to get Jimmy to look up things. And then and then we get, hey, up in the sky, we get a superman signal i yeah i i was waiting i'm gonna be honest i didn't remember that and then i was waiting to see if there was going to be any kind of like passing batman gotham yeah. kind of reference and i'm and i think i'm proud of the show for not going to a very obvious place yeah but having uh lightner like it it's literally like a clicky pin it's like, yeah. it's like one of those light clicky pins, but like it's bright enough that it's projecting a Superman signal into the sky. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, yeah. So then, of course, um, Superman shows up. Which, by the way, I wanted I want to compliment a subtle detail, because once again, this episode, we're mm -hmm. talking about a team animation like this yeah. is the good studio. This is the good crew working on this episode. I want to appreciate a subtle detail that when Superman comes flying in and he lands, it's like he stutter steps and he stumbles a little bit. Yeah. Like it's not a, he doesn't just glide and land. He like fumbles the landing and it's, yeah. but it's a subtle thing. And I like it because he's not completely depowered. Never in this episode does he completely utterly lose all his powers, yeah. but it's just a steady decline of his powers throughout the episode. And I, and I like the little moments like that where I go, Oh, I saw what you did there. That's, that's good. I like it. Yeah. Because he's not, he's not getting refueled by the sun. So he's charged. Like at the beginning of the episode, he's probably charged up. Now it's just depleting and he's not able to, you know, recharge. But uh, yeah. So when he shows up to Lightner, this is where Lightner starts, uh, you know, sh showing that he's like, you know, a hologram because Superman tries to grab him. This is what I was thinking of. Like the first time I was like, no, wait, the first time they came across, it was he was just mainly a voice and just a whatever. This time, this is where we actually like are seeing him. He tries to grab him, realize it's holograms. And then uh, and then it kind of does like he does like a Mr. Smith in the Matrix reloading. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Where he's just yeah. popping up. And then he's like, you know, which ones, you know, and I like it how it's like not one of them just saying one sentence. It's like multiple thing. I like that kind of remind. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe there was some inspiration from the, the witch house because you do get the shot from for him behind you see like the them like all appear it's kind of cool i was like wow that reminds me of uh, uh matrix reloaded during that 
awesome scene in the park. The scene is amazing. Freaking amazing. My God. Um, so then, of course, you know, he's got lasers because, well, I mean, the holograms, yeah, sure, might not be. He can't grab onto them. But, hey, you know, lasers are made of light. And I guess, you know, you could just shoot them again. We got to again, we were talking about it's like, OK, I guess the lasers can affect them but well lasers can affect them because yeah, again, yeah. that's i mean that's a scientific principle that i'm glad lightner brings up is that yet yeah, all lasers are yeah. are concentrated light yes like that's what they that, that's literally what they are so that's that's kind of cool how well if you're a light-based villain then yeah use lasers use lasers especially against a you know a drained superman and i think he even said in this scene he's like are you like at half strength now so he might be like you know i don't know if it was right here but uh i know there was like a mention of half strength and i think you know superman probably is but you know superman and his use of like you know water pipes <laughs> you know because you, you gotta i see this is where lightner fucks up right here because you know you're shooting at Superman, you got to watch out for those water pipes because, you know, that's not going to be good for you, man. And sure enough, and I remember this scene, too. I was like, oh, yeah, this part where he, like, aims the water at him to find who the real one is. Because obviously there's, like, six of them heading towards Superman. And then it's like, well, shoot the water. And then, of course, the real one gets hit by the water, which was, again, Superman always using that noggin of his. And once again, that's why these kind of stories with Superman, I think are beneficial to the character oh, yeah. because these kind of moments show you he's not just a big lug with powers. Like yes. there is a, he can, he can think himself out of situation. Now the character's not always written that way, but that's something that I've always loved about the animated universe's interpretation of Superman is that he can, you know, clock things and go, Oh, wait a minute. Like he's a smart guy and he can get himself. It The powers don't always have to be his, solution to every problem so i like that and, and it's yeah. a great it's a great um uh, what's the word i'm looking for but it's a great use of the character in yeah. my opinion no it totally is and then of course you know do you bleed oh yeah superman's bleeding That's i know right. what's he gonna do now I, it's just amazing <laughs> to think back to standards and practices back in like 1992 when batman right? animated series we we didn't get to see blood uh like maybe once or like i think we got away with it in on leather wings yeah. and then we didn't get to see it again until like Mask of the Phantasm. And that was a movie. But then it's like, oh, no, here it is. You know, regular episode. There's some blood on Superman's face. And it's like, oh, yep. OK. You got red on you. <laughs> um, yeah. So then and then I like the next scene where it's like you got Clark in the bathroom, like tending to his cuts. And he's like, ow. <laughs> it's just it's like, oh, yeah. how does that feel, buddy? It's not fun, huh? Hydrogen <laughs> peroxide sucks, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's got to clean, clean those wounds, man. And it's like, man, he that's a feeling you don't like that to have right there. And sure enough. Um, and then, of course, we get Lois and Jimmy now that they've uh, they found like, oh, there's a possible place that uh, Lightner might be is at this old LexCorp building. And when they show up, it's just an empty field. Or is it? Or is it? Yeah. I And I and I still love the look up in the sky. A bird. Yeah, he's all, <laughs> it's a bird. A bird. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was just like, yeah. And I remember that part too. I was like, oh yeah, the bird that's just like perched up right there. Um, kind of funny though. It's like, how did that bird figure that out? Smart bird, I guess. Did it run into it first and then went, all right, well, I'm just going to chill here. Anyways, I'm looking into it. I'm looking too much into the bird, but it is a funny little. The bird is the word. Bird, burp, 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 is the bird. Don't get me started on that. Mm. <laughs> but then, of course, <laughs> it's funny too, because then, you know, Lois, you know, figures it out. Like, you know, after they see that, she finds like the wall. The solid, and of course, Jimmy just runs right into it. Um, and then she finds, you know, the doorknob and then the door opens. And then like, I love like, the line. I love yeah. her line. It's like, he just left it unlocked. If you had an invisible door, would you lock it? <laughs> it's like, yes, you should. I mean, come on. I mean, well, yes, you, you should. But yeah. I mean, no. seriously, it wouldn't yeah. move the plot along. I totally get it. But at the same time, I'm like, still, I mean, again, it's, come on, supervillains. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta think, you gotta think that sometimes these, these, uh, these good guys are going to outsmart you. It's Lois Lane for God's sakes. But of course they get inside and, um, and as they get in there, and of course we see Lightner show up again, and then welcomes them, and then of course these the laser, you know, prison bar thingies, whatever the hell, show up, and uh, well, now Jimmy and Lois, of course, are captured. Yeah, because that's what Jimmy and Lois do. They they get caught. They get caught. But then it was kind of cool that when it comes to the solution to all this, that Superman goes to Professor Professor Hamil Hamilton to take the ship to space to start knocking out some of these satellites. And I was like, cool. Yeah, that was a smart idea to do. Of course, you know, this is not going to happen. But I just like the fact that while Superman and Hamilton were coming up with a really good idea, and then, of course, Leitner shows up and to, 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 to let it be known, to show that, hey, I got your buddies right here. And so naturally, Superman's going to just go save them. But I just like the fact that even... Professor Hamilton had a pretty good idea. I know, because once again, this is a Superman who, one, in his weakened state, probably couldn't make it to the edge of the atmosphere anyway. No. And then, two, remembering that in this continuity, Superman can't fly in the vacuum of vacuum of space. Now, this isn't Christopher Reeve. This isn't Henry Cavill. You know, he actually has to wear a spacesuit and be in a ship to, yep. you know, exit the Earth's atmosphere. So I like the idea of, yeah, well, I have a rocket ship just parked right over there. Why don't I just go use that? And and then I also like the fact that Professor Hamilton tries to warn Superman about being a trap. And Superman's like, oh, I know it's a trap. Like, <laughs> it's like, no shit. It's, like, it's, my, it's my friends. What do you think I'm going to, you know? And then, of course, he's saying, like, you know, you're almost, you know powerless at this point so we're at the point where superman's probably running at like a quarter yeah i was gonna say like i was gonna even go like 19 percent, maybe just okay you know you know when your phone starts letting you know 20 percent. 20 percent is when my phone starts letting me know yeah it's that's you. what mine does that's why i said 19 because that's yeah. when you start worrying you know so i was like yeah he's at like 19 he's at like 19 percent right now he needs to charge for sure uh but of course um follow the bouncing ball uh, the ball of light. So of course he follows, uh, to where, you know, this, the building is. And, um, and then I thought it was uh, interesting that the ball revealed the building in its entirety. I'm yeah. Like, that was a cool reveal. 
That I was like a cool it. reveal. It was animated beautifully. Yeah. But do you really want to now decide, hey, let me show the entire world where they can find me? Of course, because you have to have the cool shot with the music and everything. It's super villain 101, Scott. Super uh, villain. Yeah, make a big entrance. I got you it. Make got that, it. Yeah, especially when it comes to the hero showing up. You gotta you gotta just do it. You know, we're in the final battle right here. And I, like I do it. love the fact that when it gets revealed, though, it's like, yes, this is a LexCorp building. Yes, yeah, one hundred percent. And then, and then when he walks in, you know, he walks into an, uh, a saloon. Yeah, I got like Westworld vibes. I was just a little like, bit. Oh, I, well, I, I, I will, I will totally admit that I sat there and went, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Why, Lightner? Or like, like this is the funny thing. The episode never bothers to tell you. Like it never tries to explain the choice. It's just that was a choice he made. Okay. I think it's just the child inside him. He likes uh he likes cowboys and stuff like that. I don't know, because you know, then we get to and pirates. pirates. Yeah, yeah, I mean. yeah, cowboys and maybe it's just it's just we could look at it as it's it's his, it's him as a child, I guess you could say. Because yeah, it doesn't even make sense. I think it's like kind of cool to see Superman in a saloon, you know. And just kind of like, uh, and then get taken. And then, of course, we have Lightner, who's like a bigger kind of guy, and he's like another hologram, huh? And then all of a sudden, he gets that shot right to his like the like his shoulder, or like his trap right here. Yeah. Ah, uh, that always just always looked painful. Like anytime, like you get, I think Batman's gotten those freaking hits too by big guys where you just that right there, just could you just oh go, come on, oh. like you haven't. I mean, we're forty something. You, you know what it's like to feel like. I know yeah. it's like just to pull that, like no one has to hit it. Like it just, oh, you just sleep wrong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God. God. You wake up and you're like, good God. God, it's what right happened? It's like right there. Just right where your, your neck and your trap is. Oh, right there. Ugh. Sucks. But oh. uh, yeah, he gets hit. He gets knocked right in there. And then of course, you know, we get a little saloon fight. And then of course he gets knocked out of it onto some, you know, train tracks and that's Which the whole totally gave, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I totally was thinking about it's never too late when I was like, where's, yeah. Where's, oh yeah. <laughs> where's the little yeah. Stromwell and right? you know, his brother <laughs> I about that? Yeah. A little, yeah. A little flashbacks to that episode of Batman, the animated series right there. Um, and then of course, uh, you know, would, 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 like I said, we, we get to the pirate ship and then we get, we get Lightner as a pirate, you know, with a with a peg leg and with everything. a lightsaber. Yes, like, yes, and and I and I laughed because not only was it a laser sword, it was actually a saber. Like, it was. That's the funny thing to me is like you know in Star Wars they have lightsabers. I'm like, but that's not a saber. Like that's not. Yeah, that's doesn't not a actually. Saber. It's yeah, not actually a like, saber, you know. Yeah, it's not actually a saber right there. But uh, you know, of course, uh he wants them to like, you know, walk the plank as uh as they do on pirate ships. And then of course, when he's backing up into it, we kind of you get like that uh Truman show vibe where he like hits like oh the, he hits the wall, like yeah, he hits the wall, like like the Truman show, and then you know, um obviously I forgot exactly did he how did he get the, the saber from because Lightner. uh Leitner goes to stab him oh, he right. stabs through the wall and then superman knocks him back and then uses the saber right. and cuts the hole in the wall yeah that's where we're gonna come in right now and i i do i do love it because like when uh superman cuts the hole into uh into the wall like he does like <laughs> such a perfect circle 
Oh my god, I could never cut a per. Uh, I mean, no one could cut that perfectly. I mean, I mean, that's Superman for you right there, man. Come on. But what I appreciate about the wall is the idea that if the, all this is a hologram, well, something has to be generating yeah. the hologram. Exactly. And there oh. it is. The big giant thing that controls <laughs> the satellites. It just looks evil, doesn't it? Oh, it does look completely evil. And also kind of in retrospect reminds me of something we'll see later on, like when we see Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. Mm. There they are right there. Of course, they got to be gagged tied. and yes. tied and hanging in the middle of the air. Of course. Ouch. Just as well that you found your way through. I'll enjoy finishing this myself. Oh, God. That laser just looks beautiful. I... It does. It does. Don't fight it, Superman. Oh, wait. How does it feel to be mortal, Superman? To no pain? Well, don't worry. You won't have to endure it for long. Okay, stop monologuing. <laughs> oh! Stop monologuing. No, he's a supervillain. It's his time. Yeah, you forgot that light reflects, dude. Light reflects. <laughs> All right. Animated series explosion. Hell yeah. You gotta love the sound effects, right? Oh, and the big, beautiful plume of smoke and fire. And then... Dun, dun, dun. There we go. Oh. Bring in those rays. Oh, that feels good right there. <laughs> like, oh shit. And then we but get kind of like, like we get like kind of like a BBS moment. Yeah, right thank you. I wrote that yeah. in my notes. Because it's right when it's just like when the kryptonite gas starts wearing off. Exactly. But I also love the fact that Superman doesn't go immediately to full strength. It's like yeah. a slow recharge. But he's totally breaking that dude's hand. I oh, mean. Yeah. oh, yeah, you hear it. And then just get out of here. He doesn't even hit him that hard, which is not like he, like, you know. And then, of course, that's very Looney Tunes right there. Yes, exactly. That's very Daffy Duck. Dun, dun, dun. Yay! And then, of course, they take him away. Take yeah, him but, away. But Turpin and Sawyer. Yeah, they're away. back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A little cameo from uh, from them. So that's always nice to see them, of course. And then, of course, we get a like you know a cool little shot of like Superman flying off. Oh, that shot is amazing because Christopher Carter incorporates the Superman theme for this show in mm -hmm. this beautiful shot. And I even noticed once again the nice little detail because at one point. Uh, Lightner shooting the laser, or was when he was slashed. No, it's when he slashed him with the lightsaber and he cut off like a corner of his cape. Oh, yeah. And when Superman flies off into the sun with the glorious, you know, Shirley Walker theme playing, the cape still has like the corner, like they kept, they kept it off. Yeah. <laughs> they, they still have it chopped off and it just goes flying off. And I thought, and I love the fact that with an episode called Solar Power, that it ends with a shot of the sun. I thought, oh, yeah. oh this is cool. It's a good episode, man. It's a good really episode. Good. It's a good episode. It's a great episode. So, yeah, really enjoyed it. And like I said, yeah, it was just one of those. I'm like, man, I, I saw this episode multiple times because just little things. The, the Lex smirk, the bird, uh, 
just things like that. The bouncing ball, just a lot of things were like really stood out. I was like, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. So, and this episode just was not in the rotation for me. So yeah. like, it was almost like watching it for the first time, you know, today, because I was just like, I remember the red sky. That's as, <laughs> that's as far as my memory yeah. of this episode goes. What do we have next week? Well, Dave, before the nightmare, before there was injustice among us, we were living in a brave new metropolis. Brave new metropolis. Is that what it's called? Yeah, so it's called Brave New Metropolis. Yes. And you're saying it like that, and I'm like still blanking on it because I always do. I know you do. Yeah. And I really tried to like really build it up for you. And I'm just like and the way you're saying, I already know, like once I fire it up, I'm gonna be like, oh shit. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, because I'm like brave new. I mean, like it, it sounds like an absolutely a, a title of one of these episodes, but I'm just like my brain's going, huh? <laughs> it's going, huh, right now. So well, there you go, guys. Uh watch that one and uh we're going to watch it, too, and then we're going to talk about it next week. Uh, most likely, we'll probably be doing it at the same time. But we'll we'll keep you updated. Um, yeah. I, full disclosure, I am having some work-related scheduling changes that has left me going, I don't know yeah. what's going on. So yeah. me being able to tell Dave, this is when the show needs to be, is a little hard right now. Yeah. Yeah, so we're kind of playing things by ear, and and if things have to be uh, changed, like if we have to change to like a different day, different time, kind of thing, we'll let you guys know. You know, we're just kind of it's like like I said, it's New Year, you know, and new schedules happen, and just that's what happens, you know, real life, hardly. But you know, it's it's what it is. We roll with the punches. So, but uh, all right, guys. Well, we appreciate it. We had fun, of course, talking about uh, solar power with Mister Luminous. Luminous. Luminous coming back and uh, just a great episode. And uh, next week, of course, yeah, you can say, uh, what was it called again? Brave New Metropolis. Brave New Metropolis. Hmm. Anyways, all right. I know it's going to, uh, anyways. All right. Go ahead and uh, send this off, Scott. Well, of course, you can find me on Twitter at ScottDC27. Uh, you can find my podcast, the DC Squadcast, wherever podcasts can be found, which does include, about three hours ago, us finally dropping our review of Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. So you can find that on Vero, Facebook, YouTube, and the entire network of shows at squadcastmedia.com. There you go. All right, guys. I'll see you tomorrow. Uh, Film Junkie Live, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It is back. I haven't done a Film Junkie Live in a couple of weeks, so... That'll be fun, and uh, we appreciate it. Hit that like, thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, follow us on all the social medias and everything like that. All right, guys, we love you. We'll talk to you later.